Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about how covert narcissists destroy you financially. Okay? You've got to understand something. When you're dealing with a narcissist, they're after some sort of supply. So I've talked about in my other podcasts about the different supply that narcissists usually seek. It could be sex. It could be money. It could be a place to live. Or it could just be for attention, admiration, validation, you know, inflating the narcissist's ego. But today I'm going to talk about covert narcissists and money and how they cause financial ruin, okay? Covert narcissists are very, very, you know, overconsumed with image. So what does that mean? That means that the covert narcissist loves the better things in life. The covert narcissist is going to be the one that loves designer labels. They love, you know, anything with a label on it, you know, that's a designer or a fancy car, a BMW or Mercedes, a fancy house, anything that shows to other people that they are something. Covert narcissists want to be looked at as they are special you know, and a lot of them want to look like, you know, they're upper class. That's why a lot of covert narcissists are snobs. They try to have a certain air about them that they're better than you, okay? Covert narcissists always try to have a certain air of like, they'll give you a disdainful look. We talk about the covert narcissistic smirk. They won't tell you what's on their mind, but you could read it in their face what they're thinking. So a covert narcissist, a lot of them are obsessed with money and they want money. And a lot of them, a lot of the scammers that you see on the dating apps, on Tinder and all the other apps, you have a lot of scammers that are out for money. It's not so much even sex as like a major supply anymore. It's more money because there's more abundance of sex everywhere. Sex is very easy to attain for the most part because of social media. There's a lot of hookups going on. It's a hookup culture today. So narcissists really don't have to fight hard for sex, but they want something more now. They want money. So they're going to aim to try to get money off somebody. Now, in the dating realm, a lot of narcissists, covert narcissists, they're going to target the vulnerable, the older population, or the single parent to try to get that money because they know that they've lived more life, they're more established, a lot of them have a place to live or they own a home. So they will be a target a lot of times for a scammer or somebody to try to get money off of. And then they'll target the younger ones for sex. Okay. And understand this narcissists could have different supply or they'll have different people in order to attain different supply. So they may have a supply that they're trying to get sex off. And then they may have a supply that they're trying to get money off of. And a lot of them too, you know, if you're dealing with a loser narcissist that doesn't have a place to live, they're looking to come into your place and live off you. Okay. But I'm going to talk about the financial ruin that narcissists, covert narcissists specifically, they they incur. See, this is why I tell you, when you meet somebody, you want to find somebody who's on your level or higher, 
okay? This way, you know that when you come together with that person, they're not with you for the wrong reasons, and they're able to put as much into the relationship as you're able to put in the relationship. You don't want to have to work harder than the next person. You want to come in kind of as equal partners and build together. You don't want, you know, you don't want somebody also to look and feel insecure of you because of what you have. Because a narcissist that has less than you is going to be insecure and they're going to be jealous of you. They won't tell you specifically. They may tell you at the end of the relationship. They'll try to attack you in some way to try to hurt you. But it's all because of their jealousy because you've got more than they've got or, you know, Maybe you're better looking even or whatever it could be. They're jealous people. Now, covert narcissists always try to play the victim, the poor me. And when they're after something, a lot of times they will not directly ask you for what they want. So they're going to play the victim card. Oh, you know, I don't like this shirt. It's got a hole in it or something like that. And what's that going to do? That's going to make you feel bad for the covert narcissist to the point where you're like, you know what, maybe I could help you out. You need me to buy you some clothes? See, they play the pity act so that you feel like because they've shown you so much attention and fake love, you feel bad that you need to do something for them because they're so nice, all right? Meanwhile, they got you in a position where now you're sweating that narcissist. Now you're, you know, you're involved and you they've got you. Once the narcissist feels that they've got you where you really are digging them, that's when they're going to play the victim card and test you. A lot of them will test you. The ones that are out for money, they're going to test you with small things first, okay? It might be to help them out with something small, Okay, maybe buy lunch. They come out and they'll say they don't have their wallet on them. They forgot it at home or, you know, oh, they're not getting paid till next week. There'll be some excuse and they're going to test you to see if you put your hand in your pocket and you pay. Now, the more willing you are to pay and the kinder you are, the more they're going to think you're a sucker and take advantage of you. Because with a covert narcissist, they equate kindness with being a sucker, okay? You're believing this person. You're very generous with it. Or they could take an entitled point of view and say, well, you've got it, you know, you've got it. You should spend. Some of them have that entitlement, you know, to them where they feel like, well, you have more than me. You should spend, okay? Here's the thing that I have to tell you. Number one, you don't give anybody that you're dating a fucking dime, okay? You don't owe them anything and you don't know them long enough to be giving anybody money. You don't give somebody money until you're at a point where you've known them a few years. You're at the point where you're ready to marry them. You know them in and out. You've seen them, you know, uh, when they're angry, when they're sad, when they're mad, when they're depressed. You know, you can rely on this person, but when you're just dating somebody for a few months or something, it is not your problem to, to, to help out the narcissist. That's their problem, not your problem. You're not their mother. You're not their father. You're not the bank in New York, okay? So 
You know, you don't loan people money. You don't give people money. Even a bank, they're going to check you out. They want to see a line of credit for years before they'll give you a substantial amount of money. So why are you going to give this person a dime? Don't do it unless you plan on losing that money later on. All right? And if if you're afraid that the person will walk away from you, well, there's your answer right there. There's your answer right there. If they expect money from you, then that's just the tip of the iceberg to come of how they will bleed you dry for money. That's why you need somebody on your level or higher. And also the other thing, you guys, is you want somebody who's stable. They've been in their job a few years. They're stable. They are able to be independent and pay for themselves and support themselves. You don't want somebody that lives from person to person. They lived with this girlfriend or boyfriend to the next one, to the next one. Then they were back in mommy and daddy's home, okay, for a while. Then they're back out. That's an unstable person, and that's what you're going to get. And guess what happens with someone like that? You're going to be footing the bill. So, you guys, don't be a sucker, You want somebody who's sound that can, you know, and a a person that is sound has shown that for a couple of years that they're able to support themselves, pay their bills, and they're not, you know, in any kind of financial ruin. All right. Now, some people say, well, sometimes people have bad luck and they lose their job. We get that. We get that sometimes people have bad luck or they lose their job. That's why you got to look at their complete track record of their prior history. Are, you know, do they have a good work ethic? Is this person have a good work ethic? Or are you dealing with somebody who's lazy and looking to mooch and live off you? And they, they don't d- tell you right up front. They'll start with little innuendos. Oh, I can't afford this shirt. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to pay for my my kids driving, you know, lessons or for her school music lessons or they're, they're going to they're, they're going to do the little whiny routine. OK, so you guys, you know, the way you handle that, you just say, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure you'll figure it out. That's what you say to them. And then you see their face. If they're after you for money and you tell them, well, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure you'll figure it all out. And they give you a nasty look. Then you know that this person was out to get some kind of money off you. They expected you to pay for something. Now, let's get into it with money. When you get involved with a covert narcissist, you know, rule number one, you have to understand when you're dealing with these secretive people and shady people, there will always be money hidden. Covert narcissists hide their money. Excuse me. And they usually hide it in uh, either a family member's name or a friend holds it for them. They either are part of the shoebox crew. And, you know, if you're from New York, you know what the shoebox crew is. It's, you know, the old heads that always had boxes of money in a shoebox. And a lot of covert narcissists will either have money in shoeboxes or they're going to have their money in somebody else's name. And this is what a covert narcissist does right before they're going to get divorced. They hide all their money. Oldest trick in the book. And judges know it too. They already know before you even go in that courtroom that people have hidden their money, right? And then they usually, you know, 
They either withdraw the money or they put it in a family member or a good friend's name to hide it out of their name. So there's no record of it on paper, okay? The other thing that covert narcissists may do when they're creeping and they don't want you to know that they're creeping is they will pay with cash when they go out on a date so that their partner, if they get the credit card bills, will not see where they're going or what they're doing, what restaurant they ate at, what they spent money on. They'll pay with cash so there's no money trail there. And this is what covert narcissists do because they don't want you to know what they're doing. They're secretive, they don't trust, and they will always have a stash of money somewhere. But the irony is they play the exact opposite of who they are. They pretend that they're poor. They play the victim. And meanwhile, they got money somewhere, okay? They always got money somewhere because they feel that today or tomorrow, it's a cruel world and they feel you're gonna cheat on them or you're gonna leave them and they're not gonna be left holding the bag, all right? They're not gonna be left with nothing. So they always gotta cover themselves, all right? So they're never even transparent with you, even if you're married, to tell you, you know, what they have, what they don't have. This is why courts are filled, family court is filled with this shit, okay? With people that don't want to pay for the kids. So how does a covert narcissist try to hurt you? By not paying for what they should pay for for the children. That could be child support, activities for the children, college tuition. What do a lot of these deadbeat parents do? They get jobs off the books so that child support doesn't come and take their money, all right? And they're actually, they're taking it out on the children, all right? Because it takes money to support a child. Put a roof over their head, food in their plate, clothes, whatever they need, activities. But the other parent automatically thinks that the custodial parent is pocketing that money because they have no trust. And this is how they've been conditioned, usually by their toxic, covert, narcissistic parent to think that, you know, the other parent is stealing their money, okay? So they will give you a hard time in court by not paying for what they should pay for. And this is why you'll be in and out of court, you know, till your kids are out and on their own, there's so many people di like it's not just about divorcing the narcissist because if you're dealing with a covert narcissist you will be going back to court with them in years to come till the children are of age and on their own because they're gonna pull some shenanigans by not following the legal stipulation or trying to change your divorce stipulation and you'll be back in and out of court and what a covert narcissist will do is they would rather pay their lawyer than to pay you. They'll pay for a lawyer. They'll pay for, you know, a retainer fee, but then they won't pay you what they owe you, okay? They will do everything to try to torture you in a roundabout way so that you will be in and out of court. That's why I tell you, if you didn't have kids with the narcissist and you got out, you are definitely one of the lucky ones. 
But if you had kids with a with a covert narcissist, you're going to be back and forth to court. I know people that their spouse, their covert narcissist owes them over $200,000 and more, and they can't get a penny out of them because, you know, they're shady. They get jobs off the books. And, you know, there's just so much you can do. But eventually they lose their license or the license gets suspended over a certain amount of money. So, you guys, it's very, very hard for a custodial parent that has the kids because not only are you doing everything for the kids, but you now you're not even getting financial help from this person. So it makes you even more of a warrior out there. So, you guys, the other thing I wanted to bring up about covert narcissists how they try to financially ruin you in the dating realm is what they'll do is they'll try to have you go in business with them. If they think that you have a few bucks, you got money, you got a retirement, you're getting disability, you got some money coming in, they're going to say, let's build together. Okay. They love to say, let's build. What they want to build is they want to build off your bank account Take your money to build a business and then steal the business and then dump you. That's what they do. That's what these scammers do. They tell you they want you to go in business. Oh, I got this business dream. I want to, you know, I want to build a gym. I want to have a gym. We can make this wonderful. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to have a storefront. Oh, I want to have a landscaping business. And they're going to try to get you to put up the money or co-sign for a loan. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Unless you're married to somebody and you've known them a few years, do not co-sign anything because that is like the signature of death. You'll be paying out for a long time off that loan. So anybody that comes at you with any kind of business deals, business, no, no, thank you. Not interested. You know, you tell them, well, if that's what you want to do, that's great. Good luck to you, but I'm going to do my own thing, okay? You don't entwine your money and you don't go in business with these people whatsoever, okay? Whatsoever. The other thing that a covert narcissist will do is if you let a covert narcissist into your home and they're after money, they're going to be going through your shit. They're going to be looking at your bank statements. They're going to look at what's around. They're going to see what kind of assets you have, what's valuable. Some of them will actually rob you. Remember this, a narcissist has a criminal mind and they think nothing of robbing you. They're thieves. Not only do they rob your soul and rob your children and rob everything else, they will actually rob your possessions. They could rob your credit card numbers. You can't, you're dealing with somebody with no morals and values. And, you know, I actually had a client where he did steal her credit card numbers or they'll steal jewelry or they'll steal anything they can get money off of. This is why you don't want a loser narcissist that has nothing, all right? You don't want a narcissist at all. But if they see that you've got, you know, something going for yourself, 
you know, maybe you own a house, maybe you have nice things in your house, maybe you have a few bucks in the bank. They're going to be walking around your crib when you're in the shower or you're not looking or you run to the store and they're going to be going through the drawers in your house trying to see what you have and what they could take. And they will take from you. And it depends on how low life a narcissist you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a real low life narcissist, they may steal, let's say you have a designer handbag. They may steal designer shoes and try to sell them off the street. They may steal jewelry or, like I said, they may steal, you know, credit card numbers or anything that they feel they could get a dime off of, all right? That's why you always pick somebody who's on your level or better. So you don't have to worry about these people, you know, that they're after something, you know, don't feel sorry for people because one day you're going to feel sorry for yourself. If they're at a certain point in their life and they don't have it together, that's their fault. They put themselves at that position. If they're like over 40 and they have nothing to show for it, then you know that this person makes bad decisions to be at that point in their life and not able to support themselves. So, if they make bad decisions with, with their whole life, how do you think they're going to treat you? They're going to make bad decisions with you and might try to get over on you. There's a reason that they're on their own and they don't have themselves established by a certain age because they're, they're not doing things the right way or, you know, they're living off other people or they don't want to work hard. See, covert narcissists, they want a handout. They don't want to have to work for things. And this brings me to the next point. When you have covert narcissists in your family, they will try to steal your inheritance. How do they do that? They kiss up to the narcissist with the money and they get themselves made as executor of the estate so that they can have the control of the money, all right? Or power of attorney. This is how they rob other people in the family of what they are due. They are the biggest snakes and they are deadly. They will kill you financially because they will find any kind of legal way they can to get control of the money so that you get screwed out of it. And that's usually by making themselves like power of attorney or, or executor of the estate. All right. Where, you know, they have they have access to all that and you don't. And how do they do that? By kissing ass to the person who has the most money and, you know, pretending that they're this kind, loving, warm person that has a lot of heart for them when in actuality, all they want is their money. Okay. Because if the person didn't have a dime, they wouldn't even bother with them. They wouldn't even bother with them. So why do covert narcissists cause all this financial ruin? Because they have a thirst for money because they feel money will give them a better image, a better sense of self and make them feel like they are important. I'm important. I have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank, they're going to think, all right, after they rob somebody for it, all right? They're not somebody that wants to work hard and make their own money. They feel if they could get it off somebody or they could schmooze them, and this is what they do, these scammers, they just kill a vulnerable person, maybe an older person, a widow or widower. They love bomb the shit out of them. 
to the point where this person is opening up their fucking bank accounts and giving them money. Stop it, you guys. Don't be a sucker. I know a lot of people are desperate for love, but you don't want somebody with you just to rob you. I mean, come on, you guys. So, you know, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people like that out there, too. There's a lot of people that will open their bank account up just to get that kind of feeling of love, that euphoria. They're in a fantasy land. These people are in a fantasy land. They want it so bad, okay? And I, I, I did like a post on this where I talked about, you know, narcissists, they don't target strong people with strong boundaries because they know they're not going to get anything out of them. A person with strong boundaries is not going to let them do those things. They're going to target somebody who's vulnerable, all right, who they can get something off of. That's who they target because there's a lot of debate over this and a lot of people say, oh, they target the strong people. They target it. No, they target who they can get something off of. All right. And it's a lot easier to get something off somebody vulnerable. You know, you could still be a strong person, but be going through a vulnerable time in your life. Maybe you lost a loved one or maybe you just got divorced. So now the narcissist is going to come in there and be your hero. That's how they nail these people. And then they see that you have something and they try to get over on you. So the bottom line is this. I'm just going to cap off on this podcast about financial ruin. You don't give anybody a fucking dime unless you're married to them. And or not even you better have known that person a few years and seen that this person is a stable, upright person. Okay. Like I said, a bank doesn't just give you a loan just because you're a nice person. They want to see that you have a good history, a good credit history over a period of years. And that's the way you got to be. It's not your responsibility to, you know, subsidize the narcissist just because they're being nice. Okay. If they, if they want to walk away from you because you don't want to help them out, then they were never in for the right reasons. Understand that. All right, you guys? So it's like this. You know, when you're dealing with a covert narcissist or any kind of narcissist, do not tell them what you have. You don't tell them you have money. You don't tell them you have a business. You don't tell them you own your house. You don't tell them anything, all right? If they ask you these kind of questions in the first three months or right up front in the beginning, you know you're dealing with a dirty narcissist that's after your money, okay? They say things like, how do you pay for your bills? Or do you own? Do you rent? Did your family leave you any money when they died? Any of those questions, you better delete and block them. You're dealing with a no good, dirty narcissist, all right? That's after money. So when once they get in, there is very hard to get that money back. You know, I always tell people, too, that want to lend money to somebody, you make sure you get a promissory note where they sign off on it and it's notarized about, you know, they're going to pay you back. At least you have something that you could take to court because if you just loan somebody money, they're going to say it's a gift. So you need to cover yourself and, and show a promissory note that it is a loan, okay? And make sure they're good for it. They got collateral, all right? So you guys, they will try to strip you of everything that you have. This is why you got to protect yourself. Don't let these people know too much about your personal financial business or any personal business, 
All right. Unless you know for a fact you can trust them. And the only way you know you're going to trust them is if you've known them a period of time and you've watched their pattern of behavior to know that you're dealing with a genuine, authentic, sincere person. Okay. So I hope that helps you. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share. I'm losing my voice, you guys, because this is all I do. Okay. All I do is debate all day long. All right, have a great day, you guys. And don't forget to share the podcast. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, Go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP123 and also on Instagram the game EXP one, two, three. Okay. And have a great day.